Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, the one, the only, the great, Master John Lord Bowler, Johnny Hawkins. It is I, but I have a question. <laughs> Why are you being so sweet today? I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be sweet to me. It scares me. There's always a method to my madness, John. Okay, well, I'm here. All right. So, yay me! <laughs> And then we have Misty Rain, who is sick. The mute. <laughs> we have the mute. We have the mute. We've gagged her today. <laughs> we don't need her bullshit today. See, she's got a sore throat, but I think John shoved his dirty dick down her mouth. <laughs> you know, you know what the doctor said when we when we asked him. We said, "Is there anything I can do for my sore throat?" And they said, "Yeah, back off a couple inches." <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I say wash that dick before you keep shoving it in there. <laughs> Stop kink shaming me. <laughs> Put a great dick in the mouth if I want to. <laughs> Probably throw some dirt and leaves in there. And like, swallow it, bitch. <laughs> you like it, you filthy fucking whore. Dip it in ammonia so it smells like piss. <laughs> And you always go right to Bowser urine. Good yes. job, John. Yes, it's funny. <laughs> oh, you can't say anything to stop me. <laughs> oh, wow. Poor baby. Okay, so today... Yes. We've got a new edition of Cards Against Humanity. The absurd version. Yes, because you're absurd. I am absurd. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start... I've got a card, and then I've got four answers that have been meticulously picked out by Misty. Since she can't talk today, she wanted to contribute by Perfect. offering me answers. Perfect. Every day, I'm grateful for blank. Every day, I'm grateful for your ass cheeks on my face cheeks. That's appropriate. <laughs> That's good. Mm-hmm. Every day, I'm grateful for Amazon Prime. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta deliver those sex toys. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every day I'm grateful for pussy lips of all shapes and sizes. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> it reminds me of Arby's beef. <laughs> we have the meats. <laughs> okay. Every day I am grateful for pulling out a never ending tampon. What kind of tampon? Never ending. Oh, that's nice. I don't know. What it feels like to remove a tampon, but apparently it feels really good. So if you keep pulling and pulling and pulling forever, it will continuously feel good. I don't know. It's not sexual <laughs> simulation. It's more like, oh, I filled it. Yeah, so it's okay. It's coming to an end. Well, this one does not. This okay. is a never-ending tampon. Damn it. Well, I tell you what. You know what I do with a lot of these bitches that come into the dungeon? When they act like little fucking assholes, they get a tampon in their pussy hole when they leave. No, nope. Just saying. That's how you do it. That's it. All right. Put that tampon in, little bitch. <laughs> All right. What did she pick out for you? Oh, okay. So, my homeboys tried to warn me, but blank makes me so horny. Nasty white boys eating nasty sushi. 
Makes you horny. Makes me totally horny. I get so randy. <laughs> the other one is using a Smucker's Uncrustable as a maxi pad. Just <laughs> yummy. Yummy delicious. Is that fire burning inside you? It is. So my homeboys tried to warn me, but sending urgent funds to the Crown Victorian, oh, excuse me, Crown Prince of Nigeria makes me so horny. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, cops there for a second. The Crown Prince is a a fin dom now. Financial dom. Nice! Nice! (laughs) Send me money. (laughs) And last but not least, my homeboys tried to warn me, but a guy who's probably racist makes me so horny. Well, that is not true. I don't like racism. (laughs) You do. Okay. All right, John. My vagina's angry. Ugh! My vagina is furious and needs to talk. It needs to talk about blank. <laughs> it needs to talk about a toilet that begs for your shit. Yes, it does. Yes, that's what vagina is. Mm. My vagina is angry. My vagina is furious and it needs to talk. It needs to talk about a compass that always points towards Robert De Niro's penis. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody knows Robert De Niro wants an angry pussy. Yes. yes. My vagina's furious and needs to talk about my stinky pussy. Wow, you got a stinky vagina, John. I know, that's why it's angry. Wow, yeah, that would make sense. So, you know what your stinky vagina says? I mean, your angry vagina? It says, rah, 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 Mystic, come here so I can fuck you. <laughs> That's what her greedy vagina says. Yes, that's a greedy one. <laughs> My vagina is furious. It needs to talk about that post-smack jiggle. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> Smack that ass. Nice. All right. Was that fun? It was fun. Are we done? No, no I got some more. Done. Are you ready? My body, my voice, blank my choice. My body, my voice, the secrets we will hide in our big pants, my choice. And it is Jared from Subway. (laughs) He was not eating fresh. He was a pedophile. He's got some secrets in his pants. (laughs) Sure enough, do. Wow. My you're the one who picked the card, Missy. You're shaking your fucking head. Didn't you realize it was Jared from the subway? <laughs> Didn't know he was a pedophile. Yes. The things you learn on this podcast. Yes, you should, you you should listen to the podcast. Jeez. That dumbass had all this shit on his computer. Like, they went and raided his fucking house. Yes. He was sick fuck. Okay. My body, my choice. Cellulite. (laughs) (laughs) My choice. No, it's not. Um, My body, my voice. A sandwich with Cheetos in it. My choice. Yes, I do prefer Fritos, though, for getting technical. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. And, you know, we were playing... Um, this game last night and we played it the night before that um, because we have no life and so you know it was fun it was great but my favorite is still um, Bimpy the styrofoam ball that we all jizz in is still my favorite fucking card (laughs) it's, it's just funny that they named it Yes. They named the styrofoam ball that they just did. Yes. And they named it Bimpy. Yes. That was fucking awesome. That was great. All right. So pointing all these cards out, we're talking about humiliation, degradation today. 
Right. People love humiliation and degradation. Right. We've humiliated, we've degraded many a people. But why? Because it's fun. Why do we do it? <laughs> it's fun for it, you and me. It is fun. It, I laugh all the time when I do shit to Misty and we'll laugh and laugh and laugh. And she finally got a chance to do some shit to me last <laughs> night and today. And she hasn't, that's why her voice is gone. She's just been laughing her ass off with this fucking tins unit. <laughs> So what did you do with the tens unit, Josh? Tell well, our listeners. Well, we were showing her how to use it, so I put it on my arms, and she watched my arm twitch, and I couldn't hold anything. And then we decided we are going to show her how to really use it, so I put it on her nipples, and she, yeah, she screamed a lot. Mm-hmm. Was it enjoyable? Oh, it was Extremely oh, pleasurable, yes. right? Yes. So then I was like, okay, I'll let you put it on me. Put it on my dick, under my ball sack, you know, and <laughs> turned on. She's watching it jump up and down, <laughs> just laughing her ass off. <laughs> and how did it feel on your dick, though? Oh, it felt good. I was going to say, a lot of people that. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that for a while. She laughed and laughed and laughed. And then I was like, huh, let me try something on you. So we put one of the pads on a clip and one of the pads at the the very bottom of her vaginal opening. As far as you could go, still be on the pussy. Wow. <laughs> and turned it on. And she was she was having a good time. So I stuck my thumb on that bottom pad. And she was a little wet and slick. And shoved that thing right inside her pussy. <gasps> <laughs> and held it there. Well, she had one on her clit and one deep all the way inside her vagina. But that tension, she came so fucking hard. <laughs> Jesus, really? <laughs> it was inside of her. Damn. Yeah. Now, see, our listeners, they need a video of that. They do. They do. You're going to have to do a video. I showed you see. the video that we took the other day. That was great. That was fabulous. The Nerf gun. Nerf gun. Shot a Nerf bullet right in her asshole and it stuck. So I was like, we have to take a video. Yes. To show Mia. And I tried three more times and showed you the videos. They didn't stick, but they were fucking hilarious. <laughs> yes. It's humiliation. It, it is. It is humiliating. It is. And People then today, need to get into that. we played with the tens unit again today. She made my nuts disappear. She laughed about that. <laughs> <laughs> Put in the right spot, turn it on just right, and they would just get sucked up inside my body. And she just thought that was the funniest thing. So she did that about five or six times. You know, I love it with you, though, John. It's like a two-way street. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And go ahead. You can do it to me. I'm man enough. I can take it. Some things. <laughs> we were talking about something. She's like, are you going to do it? I was like, no. <laughs> Real loud. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, she's like, that was yesterday. No. <laughs> God. Like, no, you can't hit me in the pussy with no dragon's tail. Oh, hell no. Fuck no. You can't do what I do to you. <laughs> I think more couples need Nerf guns in their relationships. <laughs> right? right? Yes. We had a, we were looking at a little Nerf bow and arrow. I was like, oh my God, you can bend over from across the room and I could target oh. practice with my bow and arrow right into her asshole. Yes. Yes, she could be late Lady Marion. You could be Robin Hood. Oh my God, that's oh. that could be our next party game. Yes. Outside, have three girls lined up, butt ass naked, ass in the air. Yes, have, holding their ass cheeks wide open, and you have three guys over there with Nerf guns to see who can stick it in the asshole first. Okay, we're doing it. Pin the tail and slut. Dirty Disney. <laughs> Dirty Disney. Yes. We could do pin the tail on the slut and we could do 
you know, a Robin Hood, you know, bow and arrow thing with the Nerf gun. Yeah, we got little Fuck yeah. bow and arrows instead of guns. Because guns, you can aim. Bow and yes. arrow, that's, that's some And skills. we could do it with some dudes, too. We could, you know, shoot those we arrows. We know so right many guys assholes. that would just bend over and oh take Oh, my God, yeah. They would love it. They're like, <laughs> stick it deeper. Yeah, yeah, mistress. <laughs> and everybody would be laughing at me. It would be so humiliating. Yes. Mm-hmm. It would be great. So Perfect. why the fuck did we do all this humiliating shit? Because it's and fun. And we laugh. It's it fun. is fun. And we laugh our ass off. Okay. Okay. The purpose of humiliation training. BDSM 101. I don't know what this website is. <laughs> Shall Razda story. It's from WordPress. You know, WordPress advertises a lot of their, uh, a lot of websites. So, well, yeah, that's the WordPress is the platform they build them on. Correct. Yep. So, <laughs> this is probably just some random person. All right. Please note, humiliation training should never be conducted unless it has been previously discussed and agreed upon by both partners. Humiliation training will not work if the submissive has not consented to it. Oh, baby, we do all kinds of humiliation to you. You didn't know anything about (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh, poor thing. (laughs) Much care and attention should be spent in understanding the submissive's past and knowing what forms of humiliation are completely off limits, so it can be avoided at all costs during training. Caution and common sense must be used at all times. So we're talking about negotiation now. Especially with humiliation and degradation. You have to be really careful because those are psychological aspects that we don't really think about the the trauma that our words can cause and what we do can cause. So, Well, and key to remember is that anyone that comes into BDSM is usually a trauma survivor. I think we've we've talked about that. Not everybody, of course, but a lot of people that participate in it are trauma survivors, so we have to be cautious from no matter what we do. Right. And it's 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 lumping humiliation in with slave training because a lot of times we do. We make our slaves do things that they, they don't want to do. Yes. So, it says, as dominant or dominatrix, you have a special role in the development of your slave. You can utilize a variety of tools and training to encourage your full potential and enable them to fully serve you and your needs. For some slaves, they require a certain sort of breaking down for their current state of mind. One way to inspire their feeling of being in a submissive state is to use humiliation training. Though not all slaves will want this sort of training, some do want it and can benefit tremendously, allowing them to sink into their role and serve you in the best way possible. Wow. Yeah. So we're going to train their brains, too. Ooh. <laughs> I keep looking at Missy because she keeps smiling every time we say, yep, she wants that, yep. <laughs> humiliation training. At the core of humiliation training is the creation of a lesser than headspace. This occurs by humiliating the slave's central state of mind and putting them into a vulnerable state. This requires starting by identifying what makes the slave feel humiliated. So... <clears throat> The submissive, and I've heard this from a lot of submissives, they they don't want to be equal when they're when you're doing the power exchange and you're doing the role playing. They don't want to feel equal. They want to feel like someone above them is telling them is taking control of the situation, is dominating them. All right. Uh, some of these might include have how they feel about themselves. A dominant or dominatrix can also identify that what the submissive feels is the worst part of them. 
This might include how they look, how they sound, or how they behave when under stress. By talking about what the slave might be easily humiliated by, then that information can be used in a scene or as part of a long-term training. We tell people they're pathetic all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. What is that pathetic piece of shit you call a dick? It's barely a fucking clit. Get that motherfucking thing out of here. Okay. (laughs) How they respond to certain words. There might be keywords that a slave will find most humiliating. Some might respond to derogatory words, certain swear words, or certain labels that might be applied to them. Depending on the slave, you will need to find out what the greatest possibility of generating true humiliation. Because every slave is different, it is essential to get to know your slave and to find out what they will benefit the most from in their training. So I know with Misty and with you, you know, we call each other, you call me bitch all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's not humiliating for us. Not even a little bit. (laughs) It's a term of dimmit. Get over here, bitch. Give me a fucking hug. (laughs) But some people don't want to be called a whore or they don't want to be called a cunt or a slut, but you can call them other things. I knew a girl that was fine with anything except she didn't want to be called a cum dumpster because somebody had used that and it was and it was a traumatizing experience. Yes. <laughs> because the person wasn't nice to them when they did it. We can still so laugh she, about so it. So she didn't like cum dumpster. You know, everybody has their own thing. So there's words that we've talked about she doesn't like and don't want me to use as much or for a while and then she went off and used it. I'm like, okay, free game. Call her a whore again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and it keeps saying slave in this. Yeah, and it's not necessarily slave. Exactly. It could be sub, submissive, bottom, you yeah. know. It could be all those things. Because we have little sissy boys that come in all the time and like we to be talked to that way. We do. Right. You know, I had a sissy boy here the other day, and I had to tell people, he's not mine. I don't own him. He's just here. He's doing a service. So he's kind of like a service sub to me. In a sense, you know, but I wouldn't do anything to humiliate him unless he asked me to. So he's a submissive. Yes, very much so. All right. (laughs) So hit it, John. So where am I at? You were on this going on the second paragraph there. How they're impacted by certain goals. You might also choose to find certain goals that are nearly impossible to achieve. In doing so, there will be multiple points at which the slave is not going to succeed. For a slave who has issues with wanting to please their master or mistress, they will feel humiliated each time they try to reach the goals, and they can't. You might choose to point out all the times they make a mistake, further humiliating them, making them think they are never going to please you. Oh, wow. (laughs) We have to be careful with that one, because... Sometimes I, I'm this close to getting kicked in the dick. <laughs> she's smiling because she knows it's true. She's like, <laughs> she said the other day, she's like, I just feel like I can't do anything right. I can't please you with anything. I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> and it wasn't even in the scene. It was just normal. Like, I got to calm down with some of the shit in our scenes because she's bringing it back to the, to the real, real world. Yeah. So you got to be careful. Yeah, and if you take it to a level of personal. And you shouldn't, Misty, damn you. (laughs) Oh, she's scared of me, so she believes all the shit I say. (laughs) (laughs) 
how you respond to okay how they respond to certain dress or punishments some slaves will feel humiliated by having to wear certain items a diaper the opposite gender's clothing etc oh I just make you wear a garter in a dress that you can see through the dress so they can see your garter. She's like, I don't want to have any lines. I don't want to have any lines in the dress. I'm like, bitch, you're going to wear that dress and they're going to see your fucking lines. And they saw your nipples too. <laughs> and it was great. It turned out great, didn't it? Oh, you love that dress. <laughs> By simply being in these garments or being punished in their most vulnerable areas, they will sink deeply into the headspace of being the object of humiliation. A master or mistress can then remind the slave of their position again and again, further enforcing the idea that they are less than their trainer. Wow. <laughs> How have you been treated in... How they've been treated in their lives, John, is important. So you can also explore the ways in which a slave has been humiliated in their everyday lives. Right. Perhaps they did not do well in a work situation, for example. You might find a way to act these sorts of real-life scenarios out to feel the humiliation again. Though the lens... <laughs> See, it's hard to read. I'm ben. laughing at myself now. <laughs> <laughs> I it's a hard supposed time? to be. It's supposed to be through with or well, right. yeah, through the lens of power exchange. Um, anyway, the dominant might be the means. Okay, the dominant. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's hard. The dominant hard. might be the mean boss, for example, and enact. Uh, that to see how the slave will respond. There might be other situations in which a slave will feel humiliated. So having detailed conversations about the slave will enable a more personalized approach to this training method. Okay, so so give me a break here from reading all this stuff, but <laughs> let's assess what they said. So basically, we need to sit down, and again, communication's key. We all agree to that, you know, and it's important that we go over, like you said, triggers, certain words, um, certain dress, what, you know, their limits are. Right. We got to dig deep into their minds to see what they really hate so we can use it against them. I mean, these are all things that, that we know, but it's important that right. other people who listen, they, you know, they kind of get a grasp of what's important. Right. So the purpose of humiliation and training, many mistresses and masters will use humiliation training to encourage. Well, I don't know about encourage, but I think it's just fun. <laughs> well, it says encourage <laughs> and then colon. So to encourage a more submissive mindset at all times. Oh. Or a more focused slave. Oh. Or a slave who is willing to do whatever masters or mistress wants. So okay. it's a list of things that it says. All right. All right. Just as exercise builds stronger muscles, humiliation training will help a slave become more focused on attending to the needs of their master or mistress. And that is so true. Gotta put that bitch to work. <laughs> 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 She's like, is that in the article? But it is in the article because it says it says that. In fact, <laughs> I just oh added it. You got to put that bitch to work. 
Yeah, I don't know what she's at either. <laughs> it says, whether they're trying to avoid humiliation or not, the slave is better equipped for any scene in which they find themselves. That was on a slave that's willing to do whatever their mistress or master wants. So a more oh, you so you skipped the first four. I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're looking for. Like, I gotta keep you all on your toes. All right. <laughs> so a more focused slave. The sort of humiliation training also encouraged focuses and uh, fo- oh encourages focus and determin- determination. This episode is so fucking humiliating for us. Like, those motherfuckers can't even read. They try to tell us how to do BDSM. This person did not know how to write. We say that every time. We always use that as an excuse. They don't know how to write. That's not our fault. (laughs) But you're right. It's bad. Yes. I'm having a hard time, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) So. The more focused slave. Okay. While the slave might not be able to avoid humiliation, they may never be perfect. They'll realize that it is their job to keep trying so they can please their trainer. So, a submissive mindset at all times. So, this is something that they should have the mindset of all the time. Um, when we've ever had like a like an ongoing slave relationship with someone, I know that I've had someone in the past. Um, there was times where, you know, she wants to speak up and talk and it's like, bitch, you my slave. I don't really give a fuck what you have to say. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to get technical... <laughs> <laughs> and like John just said, now I think he said this off <laughs> off the recording, which was oh okay, yeah, you said, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Even though you might be right, I'm always in charge. <laughs> I did say that. you did say that. My bad. So, not really. I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> so the more you can keep it made a her slave, smile, is what it did. And, <laughs> And see, the more you can keep a slave in the state of feeling like they are less than their master or mistress, the more they will stay engaged in the training process. And that's key. So I think you're you're doing the right thing by, you know, when you're training your mistress, uh, training yourself. Training your mistress. <laughs> <laughs> they do, don't they? They do. There's some manipulative. Little bitches. Sneaky little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> they get us trained real quick. If I do this, they'll do this to me. They'll, I'll get a spanking if I do this. I bet you don't spank me. <laughs> I think I was going to say. I think it's pretty evident that you really have gotten into your sub's mindset of things. That's because she's carrying things over as to what you've said to her. You know. Hence, you're like, well, she's got to quit taking that some of that shit so personal. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, my sub used to do that too, and it's just like, shut the fuck up, bitch, deal with it. Um, <laughs> so, oh, let's go to the trick with humiliation training is that it's best for slaves who already have a strong foundation in being submissive. Though some masters and mistresses might want to start with this hardcore training, it's not always well suited for those slaves who are just finding their place. Right. And that's what so, I said at the beginning. You have to be really careful with this. You do. You do. Because this can leave really deep scars. Very true. You know, um, just like I said, we had a sissy boy that came over um, about a week or so ago. And I said, hey, you know, go ahead and clean the kitty litter out and do this, this, and this. And he comes in, he's like, Mia, is this just a fuck me? Like, you fucking hate me? And I was like, 
Oh my God, little bitch tantrum. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he does not belong to me. He's not mine. And that's why I was just like, hey, man, you don't have to do it. It's all good. You know? <laughs> Whereas if he were my slave, I'd say, shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch. Get the fuck in there, clean that shit out. You give me lip, I will have you eat the cat shit so it will be cleaned out. <laughs> oh, baby. She's gonna make you eat the ketchup if you don't do a good job. You are her slave. I told you, I have a slave, so that means Mia has a slave. <laughs> Humiliation is a tool of expansion for a slave. It's a practice of being able to follow through with commands and scenes while their mind and body is overwhelmed by the stitches and stimulation of being humiliated. Over time with practice, the slave will simply drop into a scene, accept their humiliation, and act accordingly. And, you know, we do this around my dogs, and they are, like, so numb right. to the, like, the physical I just it's grab her, her nipple and rip it off her chest while you're reading just make her scream. Because <laughs> we're talking about humiliation. <laughs> and finalizing, it says, no matter the reason why humiliation training is chosen for training, the master or mistress has a sacred responsibility to ensure the slave is well cared for in each scene. Well, they have to say that. <laughs> It's a sacred responsibility. They do. It's their sacred responsibility to fucking worship me. <laughs> and they're lucky they're here. They should be saying thank you for me telling them how pathetic they are. Right. So they can get better. If nobody tells them how shitty they are, how will they ever know? Okay. <laughs> She's just looking at me like, oh my God, I like that. <laughs> it says, though the scene might be harsh and difficult, the dominant or dominatrix need to find some way to ensure the slave sees their progress. No one will be perfect, but the attempts of the slave to be their best will need to be recognized and appreciated. And thus, the training will be a success. Da -da 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 -da. Hey! Um. <laughs> I'll come home sometime and she'll be like I put the toilet paper in the bathroom I was like yeah so, well I just want to be acknowledged that I did something I was like, oh my oh. god <laughs> you have you have to once you break them down you have to build them back up until they're, oh. they're a good girl and they're doing a good job like Josh Groban I wait, raise you up <laughs> I raise you up. <laughs> and then you pull on their nipples and then they feel all better. <laughs> oh. She said she's not a very good house slave. She's a very good sex slave, though. Yes, that she is. <laughs> we, we actually need... That's why I said I put an ad out for... We need for house anybody. slaves. We need house slaves. We need little bitches to come over <clears throat> and clean our house because we work. You know? <laughs> right. We need people to come help us. That's we it. work. We do the podcast. We don't have time for everything. That's it. We need people to clean up behind Misty. Our lives are important. Theirs <laughs> <laughs> are not. <laughs> They need to do as they're told. And they better do it in pink panties and high heels. Exactly. Male or female, it does not fucking matter. Right. You come to my house in high heels and pink panties and you're a girl? Yes. I'm happy. So my nephew, <laughs> my nephew's actually going through a divorce. And he told me the other day, he's like, hey, um, do you have anybody who would come over and clean my house? He's like, and they can dress up however they want, male or female. I have a camera. I'm going to be checking in on them periodically. So they might like that idea. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll do that. I need somebody 
to come split wood with me. I need to split some wood. I bet you do. I don't. I don't have a fireplace. Uh huh. But I just need somebody to come. So is that kind of like cutting the cheese? Something like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. you don't want to help me split my wood, baby? <laughs> Yeah. You want me to clean your pipes? You need a slave to come clean your pipes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, okay. have we learned something on humiliation and degradation? I don't know. I'm, I feel a little humiliated right now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, next, till next time, make all your pathetic, bullshit, pitiful humiliation fantasies become realities. <laughs> <laughs>